0: what's up everybody welcome back to tmt time a production of Arlon porter's technology media telecommunications group i'm your host evan rothstein today we have our first official guest from the uk and that is rovina nagy who is ip innovation council for farfetch ro welcome into the podcast
1: hello thank you nice to be here
0: I'm very excited to have our first UK guest one, because we're trying to expand our listener group, obviously, but two row because of the work that you do at Farfetch and you're an IP, which is squarely in the things that we want to talk about. So tell our listeners, especially those in the US, a little bit about yourself, how you got to be an in-house counsel for a UK company and for a a fashion company, basically.
1: God, it's a very long story so I did the standard law degree here that you have you can do as a first degree an undergrad um I finished my degree and I decided I actually hated law and um, I'm gonna be really honest with you and then I did a bit of you know other things and then I decided that actually I did want to do law and I pursued the LPC which is the sort of postgrad year um you have to add on and then I found a training contract um First, it was GVC um, Holdings Group, uh, which is a gaming and gambling group. Uh, I did my training there for two years, qualified, and I didn't, I kind of knew that gaming and gambling wasn't my industry. Um, I'd had some work experience before at ASOS. Um, and I really enjoyed the fashion world. So then I made my jump across the Farfetch in august twenty twenty so middle of the pandemic.
0: <laughs> awesome. So have you been going in the office lately or is how, what are things going on in London?
1: No, so I've been to the office once, and that was a very eerie experience because it was basically empty, but back last summer. Um and we're still in not in lockdown, but we're in a work from home if you can situation where everyone's from home still hopefully that message may be updated on Monday coming on the 14th and we can start going in at least part- time um, but yeah I'm looking forward to actually meeting my colleagues and the business that I haven't I've been there for a year nearly but I haven't actually been in inside the office
0: so i I know what farfetch is because my wife loves it uh, but many of our listeners may not what what is fetch? what does it do?
1: So we are a luxury goods marketplace um, and we help connect boutiques all around the world to a global customer base. So, you know, very varying sizes, small brands, um, big brands, luxury brands and boutiques that sell various brands. Um, We get them all on our platform and we I think we have something like 90 countries on there
0: is it on is it an online based marketplace or do you have brick and mortar stores also
1: it is an online uh marketplace
0: so you do have ip and innovation so to me that's like new technologies and things like that what type of stuff does uh, you know comes up for you in in your day-to-day work
1: it is very much new tech so i sort of straddle the two standard ip issues that would arise in any kind of online world, any online marketplace with with like fashion items. Um, And then the innovation side sort of focuses on the future, almost as cryptic as that sounds. We try to, we're trying to blur the line between online retail and physical retail. So trying to create lots of experiences to enable customers to sort of fully experience the luxury retail experience, I guess. There isn't really another word for it, even though I'm repeating myself. Um, so we've actually launched a couple of virtual try-ons, um, which you'll find on the website and on the app, um, which kind of help customers, especially now when everyone's at home and you can't go shopping, helps customers visualize the product on on themselves, albeit it doesn't feel like a real try-on. Um, it does create sort of a new experience for a customer. And that's the kind of work that falls under the innovation pillar structure, as it were.
0: So the business team comes to the legal team with, with these ideas and then you all get together and figure out you know, how you can do it, how it fits in with the law and advise them sort of as the in-house counsel. Do you involve outside counsel in these processes, or is it you guys have a, a pretty robust legal team?
1: We have a, a very um, good legal team. There, there are um, there are a lot of us that work across various different disciplines, but we do use external counsel where we need to. It's a very, especially with innovation, it's very complicated and much of it hasn't really happened yet. So there isn't much precedent to go on. Um, the typical issues, IP issues like copyright trademarks, the the standards apply but it does get more complicated when we start talking about sort of metaverses and augmented reality um because you never really know what you know who the creator of the IP is but how that IP is then dealt with and how it's sold and moved across various different worlds in inverted commas um creates a lot of challenges but we're still sort of catching up and we're learning, but the, the work is much, is very actually wholly driven by the commercial team within Farfetch who's, there's a team that sort of specialize on this blurring of the line between um, online and in in shop retail.
0: This is super interesting. How, how did you get into IP or innovation or is it just something that, or is it fashion or is it a combination of the two?
1: it's a combination of more, more than two things um I've always really liked fashion I've I'm a big consumer as it were um I will buy anything that looks good so that helps and IP has always been really interesting because it sort of gives the creator the the recognition that they deserve um, and that I think that's what drew draw me towards it um I can't really tell you anything more than that because I don't know <laughs> but it it is it's very interesting and I think it's a hugely important area going forwards because everything as I say is moving towards this metaverse kind of online world it'll be bigger and bigger IP will be bigger and bigger I'm sure
0: love the use of the phrase metaverse and I think if it sounds to me like I'm talking about like the Marvel, like movies, the metaverse, um, but now we're talking about clothing. So when you go back in the office, is everybody very fashionable? Have you been told that it's going to be fashionable when you go back?
1: I actually yeah. don't know. I'm yeah. sure people are well-dressed. Um, yeah, it just make but... you very
0: nervous. You're like looking over at your closet like, hmm, maybe I need to go shopping online in the metaverse.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But you can never tell. Obviously, with the London weather, you can never tell what to wear because you get about seven seasons in a day. So I'm sure it'll be a challenge. Um, but presumably, everyone has got a very well-put-together wardrobe. I'll report back and tell you once I go into the office. <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially if it starts next week. So, how do you go in-house in the UK or in, in so like my knowledge obviously you have to be a solicitor or a barrister. What what is the difference between in-house and being sort of outside counsel in the UK and then do you have to choose early like how do you get there?
1: There's more than one way. I can tell you about what I did and I can tell you about what the standard route is I did not follow the standard route um as I said earlier you have to do your training contract which is typically two years but I think that's now changing they're they're changing the model to have some sort of a super exam at the end of a sort of two-year period um which will be mostly self-taught but then you have to get some sort of practical experience but anyway that's in the future what I did I did my I didn't want to go to a law firm. I knew from the very beginning, I was very much interested in the commercial world and I wanted to have a product that I could think about and advise on. Um, So I knew that in-house was the destination it was very hard to get to because it's not massively publicized. I think in the UK, especially in universities, there's a huge drive to recruit students from very early on, you know, like first year of your degree, basically, to uh, do vacation schemes, which are basically like one one week or two week um, work experience programs. But they're very, very competitive. And the big firms, you know, the, the Silver Circle, Magic Circle firms here in London get millions of applications i'm sure for a very small number of places and sometimes i'm not sure about every single firm but sometimes you apply and you go through a hugely rigorous process to get there and for an entire week basically make tea and ferry some papers and photocopy so i didn't really want to do that i knew that i didn't want to to get into a law firm so i very carefully planned um just my application to to various different in-house roles. But GVC Group was the one that I favored because it's actually quite complex, um, the gambling gaming world, which I'm sure we can talk about later. Um, but the difference between in-house and prior practice here is that I work for my company, I advise my company on various different legal issues. Um, whereas in prior practice, you typically have clients that are within the same industry or other industries i'm I'm not entirely sure if they do broad now um and you would advise on matters that are brought to you by your clients um in a sort of a to z fashion everything that they need to know you kind of give to them um and you let them make the decision how to proceed whereas with us The business come to us with a question or with a problem typically, and we kind of tell them what the law says, what they should do. But we do also give a commercial steer. We kind of assess the risk, having understood what risks are, you know, what risks are are there, I mean, with that particular matter. And we kind of give a steer of you should go down this route or that route. Um, We're more involved in-house in the final decision than prior practice lawyers are. I think. I've never been one, so I don't really, really know, but from no, friends, that, you that know. That was
0: great, because, I mean, I, I you hear about, obviously, over here in the U.S., in-house counsel, there's, you know, a lot of movement towards building larger in-house groups and taking, you know, work inside away from outside lawyers and have that be more efficient or more, or more favorable for the business team. Um, and then there's, you know, there's a lot of somewhat tension between what outside counsel does here and what inside counsel does. So I was just trying to understand if that same kind of thing exists in the UK um, and you know how that has evolved. And you know, a lot of times people are like, all right, I'm gonna leave the law firm, I'm gonna go in-house. Um, the, the path directly to in-house in the US really is not one that many people choose, not necessarily by choice, but because that path's not always open.
1: Exactly. It's the same here. It's much more um, clear now and there are much, there are many roles now compared to when I guess when I started, I only started four years ago, really. Um, So even in that small space of time, a lot more noise has been made about in-house and teams are getting bigger and bigger. But I think it's important to understand that an in-house team knows the business inside out and they know how to advise the business Not saying that a private practice lawyer doesn't know the business, but they can't ever really be as close to it as someone who lives and breathes it every single day. Um, And I guess in the long run, it's probably cheaper to have an in-house team because you don't have to pay each time that you get advice. We still, as a team, we still use outside counsel where we need to because we don't necessarily have the time to deep dive into topics and keep very up to date with the law we have to keep up to date with the law but with developments and case law and stuff like that but um we don't always have the time to know it as soon as it comes out of the court so we rely on outside counsel to to give us that knowledge in a very nice and easy way to understand there. That. that's not 70 pages of a court case document
0: yes so you mentioned <laughs> that you farfetch operates like all over the world Do you have to uh, keep up to date on in your your space like IP law around different countries, or is it focused simply on you you know euro based IP law, are you like charged with with. uh, hiring outside counsel around the world, what is it that you have to do when you have all these different regimes around the world.
1: So we have um, a U.S. team um, that sit in New York, so they take care of the U.S. side of the business. Um, the U.K. team sort of deal with the U.K. and the E.U. largely. Um, so, yeah, we do have to know. I'd have to know about E.U. regulations, although watch the space because obviously now because of Brexit, who knows what's going to happen? Um, it may be very difficult. Very different. The well, I don't think the UK will step away that far from the EU, but we'll see. Um, and then we have specialized uh, lawyers in other jurisdictions like um Russia, Middle East, China, um, where the laws are very, very different. We do have teams there.
0: All right, ro we are getting close to the end of the time that we have today. So I have other final questions for you that are gonna be far-fetched based, one of which is. What's your favorite couple brands that's currently on Farfetch? What are you going to be getting and wearing into the office when you go back?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Chloe, I've got a <laughs> I've got my eyes set on Chloe because I've got a couple of things I need to buy. Um, I'm not a massive brands person though. So Chloe, I Converse, I, I love a Converse shoe, New Balance, you know, the, the the standard high street. I'm not I'm not as fancy yet.
0: Are you? <laughs> Are you still running? Are you going to do the London
1: Marathon this year? Oh, God. Um, so it's in October. It's been postponed to October and I have got a space, but I have not started training yet. I don't know. I don't know is the answer. I hope to be able to, but I don't think I've left myself enough time.
0: You got You got to get uh, hit this pavement all summer.
1: Yeah, which is now now we've got summer. It's hotter in London than it has been all year. Um, it's going to be quite hard, but... I should let you know if I do. It'll be great if I can, but if not I might defer it to next year. I will have to do it at one point in my life, I'm sure.
0: It's a big deal. The London Marathon's a big deal. So, it is. What if what is like the most like hot IP topic that comes up for you day to day in your work? What are the things that you're what, or what is the thing that you're dealing with almost, you know, on a daily basis? I
1: don't know if it's hot, but standard licensing comes up often because of our marketplace um we don't actually own any of the products that we sell so all the different partners and brands that um that do have the product we, we have to make sure that you know the the licensing there is is correct and that the products themselves that we sell like you know authentic products and so on and so forth so, forth. so that comes up the most. Um, protecting our own IP is very valuable to us. So we need to make sure that we've got the right protections in place when we work with third parties. Um, and then largely in the innovation space is just figuring out, you know, with a virtual try on how, where, you know, how does the, beha- the IP behave there where, you know, you've got the, the, the branded product, but it actually is in a virtual reality concept that sits on an infrastructure, um, on the app. (laughs) There's a lot of different layers to it, which is interesting to go through.
0: But this is why I invited you on the podcast because that's (laughs) super cool. So, I mean, I don't know if our listeners know, but you should go onto the Farfetch website and try out what this virtual try on looks like. You can actually, I don't know, superimpose these designer gowns or designer, uh, clothing or shoes even on, on yourself, um, in the virtual world is I like to call it the augmented reality, right? It's AR. Yeah.
1: Um, and I mean, if you don't, by all means do download is the, the Farfetch app and the Browns app, but we've actually, um, just done a collaboration with Snapchat. um not sure whether you've seen it, but it's all over the, the internet where we've done, um, three or four different jackets that you can try on through the Snapchat app. And I'm told the Snapchat app is very popular in the US. I'm it, not sure how it popular is. it is in the UK. <laughs> it's
0: extraordinarily popular here. Yeah, um,
1: and I it's voice controlled. That's the cool thing. Sorry, yeah. I to cut you off. It's voice controlled, so that's another layer to it.
0: What is voice controlled? Snapchat or the the, the filter? On? The filter that oh, we've wow. designed
1: with with Snapchat is is voice controlled. So you actually tell your phone to take a picture, and it takes a picture for you using the jacket that you can try on.
0: Well, that's another way for me to spend money. Don't tell my wife. I'm not going <laughs> to tell her about these functionalities. Um, all right. So last question for you is, in the pandemic, many people here in the U.S. streamed the crap out of movies and shows. I assume the same thing happened in the U.K. What's the last yeah. thing you watched or what's the best thing you've watched recently uh, on oh, streaming? The, the,
1: the best thing I've watched is actually the bold type.
0: What's it called? The bold type?
1: The bold type, I think, is actually a US um, wow. series. I like that was it. amazing. I wish I had it when I was about eighteen. It would have been amazing. Very like confident building. Very in, like entertaining. It's it's amazing. I love it. I'd recommend it.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, Ro, thanks so much for joining us, listeners. Hope you enjoyed getting a, a new bend on the uh, IP world over in the UK. Remember to download, subscribe, like the standard. You know, social media stuff and try out Farfetch, of course, and even the new Farfetch Snapchat integration. Ro, thanks so much for joining us. It was great to see you. Great to talk to you.
1: Thank you so much.